welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Today, I want to talk to you, managers. The subject, why managers matter. I was reading this study by Gartner. I thought it was really interesting. It said that 24%, 24%, let's just call it 25 really, of inside salespeople are actively looking for another gig. 24%. In other words, one out of four inside salespeople is looking for another gig. Well, why is that? Well, they went on to talk about the first one being, and I agree with this one, is the compensation plan. Compensation plans are so important. I've talked about this in the past in my in other podcasts, how too often we don't take time to, desi- to design a proper compensation package. Now, it's not always about money. The second reason was the quality of the manager, the quality of leadership. Again, if you're a manager and you're not guiding people, you're not helping them out, you're not empathizing with where they're at, then that's a problem. And the third, I thought this one was interesting, this is kind of a little softer, was that they don't, these inside salespeople don't feel respected or appreciated. In other words, managers are not giving them the proper feedback or engaging them in what's going on. And this is really interesting. If you look at compensation, if you think of a Venn diagram, if you overlap compensation, great manager, show them appreciation, that's what we're going to call drive, to borrow a phrase from Daniel Pink. That's the drive. People want to make money. They want to work for a great leader, but they also want to be respected and appreciated. They want to hear you say, good job once in a while. They want to know where they fit in. So why do managers matter? Again, money's important, but putting that aside, engaging people in meaningful work, this is a good I mean, really pay attention to this phrase, engaging them in meaningful work. If you're doing something, your boss is telling you to do something, and you don't see how it contributes to the bigger picture, how it ties into either short-term goals or long-term goals, or even achieving KPIs, right? Key performance indicators, then you won't feel that your job is that meaningful and you refuse to engage. Now, there was a study, it was a fascinating study, I think it was done by Gallup, that talked about, I think it's like 35%, if not more, the people are engaged, right? The difference, which is almost two-thirds, are not engaged. The impact of the U.S. economy is like $605 billion to the U.S. economy because simply people are not engaged. Can you imagine how much that's costing companies today? If we take that same ratio, that two-thirds of your people are not engaged, in this study, it was... 25% are looking for an actual job, which means they're not really engaged. But maybe the real number is more like two-thirds. How much productivity are you losing? In other words, we're not optimizing the people we have. Also, people want development opportunities. They want to grow. In other words, how do we give them something, new challenges? This is why managers matter. It is part of your job to design a program where people are constantly given new challenges and they're growing. Again, money matters, but growing is also important. And again, meaningful work is what we're looking for. Not just busy work, meaningful work. Also, what people want is an environment where it's collaborative work. In other words, people work as a team. This is what they're looking for. So the highly skilled managers, 
If you have one of these, they understand these things. They understand that compensation matters, matters rather, that meaningful work matters, that you have to feel like you're growing, but you also want to work in an environment where people are collaborating. You feel this camaraderie. There's this like unique culture. That's what they want. And finding managers is one of the biggest priorities. Finding highly skilled managers, I should say, is one of the biggest priorities C-level executives have today because it's hard to find great managers. Too often, we take somebody who was working on the front line and we move them into management, thinking that that's a great strategy. A great employee can also make a great manager. But without the proper training and guidance, it doesn't usually work. Here's a big reason why. If you take somebody off the front line, let's say you take a salesperson who was selling on the front line and now you move them into a management position. One of the biggest hurdles is that that person feels that they know how to do the job better than the actual salesperson working under them. And too often that manager will jump in too much to try to save the salesperson or interfere with the salesperson's learning process. In other words, they don't let the salesperson fail and learn because as a manager, they feel that they can do the job that much better. One of the biggest mistakes, again, we make is taking people out of the field, slapping them directly into management and expecting them to know how to be a good manager. Again, manager versus salesperson, two different skill sets. So what are the consequences? Low engagement. When you have a bad manager, people simply don't want to engage, which means it's low productivity. And when you look at retention, which is what this is really all about, again, if 24% want to leave, imagine those are the people that actually admitted they wanted to leave. I think the number is much higher, but you're going to have low retention. And depending on which study you believe, the cost of replacing somebody is always a 2x factor of their salary. So if you're paying somebody $100,000, for them, for you to replace that body, it's going to cost you $200,000. Now, that's just a rule of thumb, a heuristic, because the numbers vary. I think it's much higher than that, but again, you'll have to kind of calculate your own number. So again, what can you do? Well, here's an idea. Here's a fantastic idea. Why don't you create an employee value proposition. You know how in selling, we always like, hey, create the, you know, the economic value proposition for the customer or unique value proposition for the customer. Why don't we create an employee value proposition? Imagine you're a manager and your job is to sell your employee on staying. How would you create that employee value proposition. Obviously, you're going to talk about compensation, but beyond compensation, maybe talk about a career path for them, a development program you've put together. Over six months, you're going to do this. Within 12 months, here's where we expect you to be. Within 18 months, here's where you need to be, so forth and so on. And then, again, you got the money out of the way, you got the career path, check that box also. You also want to create an environment of collaboration. In other words, kind of a theory why approach where you delegate responsibility. You give them a little rope. Sometimes they'll hang themselves, but that's part of the learning process. Being able to empathize, let go a little bit, actually let them make mistakes is what good managers do. And if you could wrap this all up, you got a great compensation plan, you got a great career plan for them, and you create this environment of collaboration, then you have a winning culture, which is what we all want in the end. So managers matter, but again, being a highly skilled manager requires that you listen, understand what people need, understand what they want, help them grow, empathize, give them purpose, give them meaning, and I'll summarize it again. Compensation, career path, 
Collaboration creates a great culture. And that's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Thank you for joining me. And if you're a manager, would love to hear your feedback on this podcast. Again, don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. Greatly appreciate it. Also, as always, check out the Sales Velocity Academy. The Academy keeps growing. We've put together a great program. Just added two new courses. So check it out. SalesVelocityAcademy.com. You also get access to all my courses and all my books. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you. Selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.